0: learn more at marines.com ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the cricket corner podcast with me watsalvora where we today we are going to talk about india's journey in the asia cup yes india have eventually won the asia cup series beating sri lanka in the final by 10 wickets in one of the most one sided finals in world cricket which i have witnessed over the last 20 years or so it was it was basically men versus boys to be honest with you but let's not get ahead of ourselves we i'm here to talk about the entire asia cup journey and how india played in each of the game there have been a lot of positives there have been a few negatives as well here and there, not too prominent to be honest with you but i think you need to iron out those couple of negatives which we have seen in this asia cup series as india head into the world cup which is Going to start in three weeks time two weeks time i guess two weeks time if you're counting the warm up games as well first of all let me just quickly get some housekeeping stuff out of the way we there has been a sizable gap between the last episode and this one and that is down to the fact that i was in the midst of completing my master's thesis and now that my thesis is being submitted i'm no longer a student I promise you this podcast is going to get to even new heights in the coming days in the coming weeks so make sure you are staying tuned to the cricket corner podcast if you're listening this on spotify and apple podcast then make sure you're following this podcast or you're getting timely notifications and might as well give me five star ratings if you're listening this on youtube then make sure you're liking sharing and subscribing because this podcast is going to elevate to new heights and i promise you that but enough of um, self-promo there let's let's talk about team india and how they propelled in the asia cup series it was heading into the asia cup it was kind of a known fact that india are the favorites and india didn't let the fans down after a disappointing world test championship final a bit of iffy time in West Indies India needed a tournament like the Asia Cup to stamp their authority in international cricket and regain some form heading into the World Cup and that is exactly what Team India have done and it's, it's a really proud moment to see Team India doing so well because as I said the momentum wasn't on Team India's side heading into the Asia Cup series despite them being the favorites and that's completely my personal opinion because Team India hadn't played a lot of one day cricket and that too in on a competitive stage i guess the last time india played some sort of competitive one day cricket was against australia in a three match one day series prior to the start of the 2023 ipl but then again the india lost that series then they come back after the ipl playing that west indies series they gave half of the side rest because there was world cup coming up asia cup coming up so i can understand why they did that so it is really really good to see team india coming back full strength and playing at such a high level and it was it was clearly evident the uh, by the way they played the final basically and it was it was a complete performance sri lanka batting just 15 overs 50 all out yes 50 all out in the end it was just mesmerizing bowling from the likes of Mohammad, Mohammad siraj and jaspreet bumra and hardik pandya siraj well salute to my salute to the man there a F- couple of years back he was a uh, question mark in the limited oversight now i think he is right up there with jaspreet bumra as india's pick of the bowlers only his second over in his spell he picks up four wickets he gets some crucial, crucial wickets in there. He gets the wickets of the likes of Nisanka, there was Asalanka, Dharanjaya de Silva. Then it was just complete piece of bowling. I think there's no adjectives, no superlatives to describe how good Mohamed Siraj was and it was he was complimented really well by the likes of Jaspreet who was keeping pressure from another and helping that, make building that pressure and which... In, indirectly helped someone like Mohamed Siraj to get those quick wickets. At one point in time Sri Lanka were 12 for 6 and it felt like well they ever get to that magical 36 runs target but uh, in, uh, indirectly they at, at the end they did reach a 15 run total but the the most one-sided game I've ever seen in my life that too in an Asia Cup final which is arguably right up there in terms of importance as far as ODI cricket or limited overs cricket is concerned I think the world cup in either of the formats is the most important tournament but then I guess it's the Asia cup if you do this include if you not include the champions trophy right there so if it's not second at least it's the third most important trophy and India have done brilliantly Mohamed Siraj uh, let's get back to him and talk a lot and and talk about him in detail because it the the conditions aided fast bowling there was no doubt in in my mind regarding that overcast conditions rain in the air and uh, he, and india made full use of this advantage you bowl you bowl a bit of how shall i put it good length not not too full but fuller length you expect the ball to swing and the ball does swing in the end and that's where uh, someone like Mohammed Siraj prevailed and he got those wickets credit to India's fielding as well the likes of KL Rahul, Ravindra Jadeja, Ishan Kishan really good in the field KL Rahul has been impressive with the wicket keeping gloves as well so that evaluate that propels the performances around the ground you see a couple of dives here and there and it motivates you as a bowler as well to bowl in those good lengths and try and get and wicket because you know your fielders are up there in the best form possible and they're going to grab those catches and that's exactly what the likes of ravinda jadeja and ishan kishan have done and it was really good to see india field well as well because uh against um uh, was it against pakistan or was it against what, who was it against where they dropped three sitters there it was really lethargic to see uh but credit to i think it was against um it was against nepal wasn't it yeah it was against nepal in that group stage game match where the likes of ishan kishan and virat kohli dropped some very very easy catches and that was kind of demoralizing to see as far as an indian fan is concerned but then again the way India fielded, the way India bowled has put in so much confidence in not only the fan from the fans perspective but also from the team management side of things. So it was really, really good to see that. Apart from that, as I said, the bowling was just magnificent. Sri Lanka did not have answers to any question posed by be it Jaspreet Bumbra, Mohamed Siraj or even Hardik Pandya who chipped in with three wickets towards the end of the innings in the end Mohammad siraj ended up with the figures of six for 21 in his um uh, he's just bowled seven overs and hardik pandya three for three from 2.2 2 overs and just be picking up a solitary wicket of kushal Pereira, which was the first wicket of the sri lankan downfall sri lanka played good cricket in the asia cup series less let's not forget that they were they were really really good against uh, the likes of bangladesh against uh, even against pakistan in the super force they won both of their games in the group stages as well beating afghanistan and bangladesh again and they gave india really good scare the likes of um uh, Dunit Velalage was bowling exceptionally well, and India had no answers to the youngster's spin. The likes of Rohit Sharma, Shubman Gill, Virat Kohli, KL Rahul, and Ishan Kishan all falling down to the youngster. So credit where credit is due. I think before the start of the final, many of the many of the supporters would have predicted that this would be a really close fought contest, regardless of who the favourites was. Because in the end, I think most of the people would have put money on team india to win but they they wouldn't they would have at least have expected a close fought game not a complete one-sided game probably the most one-sided game in the history of asia cup if not this particular one but sri lanka were the were easily the second best side in the asia cup series and they deserved that place in the final but in the final they just collapsed in front of their home fans and it was really demoralizing to see not only uh if you're a sri lankan fan but for someone like me yes i wanted india to win but then again you you want a bit of competition don't you because india are the best limited oversight in the world probably right up there with the likes of south africa australia and england you go into each game expecting a win Nine times out of 10, you do win those games, but you expect a bit of competition, something which Sri Lanka failed to provide India. But uh, I don't think any Indian fans apart from myself is complaining that uh, there was no competition because in the end, India did win the major trophy. I think uh, this is also I uh, Sri Lanka were going on going for... Two consecutive asia cups they won the last one which was a t20 edition of the asia cup but now india have uh, taken the trophy away from the 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 emerald island and uh things things go on as uh, team india look ahead to the world cup uh, that was that was the final but uh right at the start of the podcast i did mention that this was not a smooth sailing as far as team india is concerned there was a few there were a few negatives here and there but before we talk about negatives let's let's talk about the eventual positives i think top order has been a positive and uh that includes the likes of rohit sharma shubban gil and Virat Kohli. the top three has to perform if india needs to do well in the asia cup and oh sorry in the world cup and um there were instances where Rohit Sharma didn't perform. Virat Kohli didn't perform. But in one of those games, at least someone like Shubman Gill performed. Or if Virat Kohli has failed, then Rohit Sharma has performed. So at least one of them were right up there amongst the runs. Ishan Kishan and Shubman Gill opened the innings today against Sri Lanka. But there was just 51 on the board. That doesn't matter. But Shubman Gill, really, really good century against Bangladesh. Yes, in a losing cause, But... He he showed that he can play in two gears. He can he can be a responsible opener and take his time and build the innings. He can be a destroyer like he has shown against Pakistan and even against uh, Nepal. Uh, so that was really assuring to see. Rohit Sharma also when he's in form, like we saw against Pakistan in the group stages, that he can take any bowling apart. And uh, credit where credit is due to Virat Kohli as well. Super century for Virat Kohli. Uh, and joint and against against a very good side as well and virat kohli showing that he is capable of those big big hundreds and so is kl raul kl raul scoring a century as well against pakistan so did uh, virat kohli in that same game kl raul has really cemented his place as a number five or a number four depending on the situation and he's been good with the gloves as well so credit to him Virat Kohli once again Asia Cup against Pakistan that too at Colombo it was always going to happen for him wasn't it and he also scored a magnificent century playing it at a strike rate of well over 120 but there was barely any boundaries in there he runs so well between the wickets and when he has someone like KL Rahul or let's say someone like Shubman Gill or Shreyas Sayar, who are very fit and can run well between the wickets he just comes out and performs at his best he doesn't always rely on boundaries to score at a very uh, good run a very good strike rate he can do that uh, with the ones twos even threes sometimes so that was very reassuring to see but uh, yeah, even even the likes of Kale Rahul as I just mentioned amongst the runs. Three centuries as far as Team India is concerned in the Asia Cup series. There was Shubman Gill, Kale Rahul and Virat Kohli. Baba Razam also scored a century. showed it Shanto, Iftikhar Ahmed and uh, Mendy Hassan. But uh, as far as uh, most centuries from one side is concerned, it was Team India who had uh, three centurions. well pakistan at two and uh, bangladesh at two didn't they so as far as uh, the top order is concerned it is really assuring to see that they are in form heading into the world cup the only thing i have and this is the negative aspect of team india which i was going to talk about is that well what if the top order doesn't perform we saw that against bangladesh in the in the in the final Super 4 match, didn't we? That when the top order doesn't perform, the pressure on the middle order is such that sometimes there is a possibility that they don't play well. And it was really evident by how things went in the game against Bangladesh. Now, on one hand, you can argue that Bangladesh again the game against Bangladesh there was so many cropping and changing. There was no Virat Kohli, there was no uh, uh no hardik pandya in the middle order as well but uh, and india went with the likes of tilak varma and surya kumar yadav but then you still expect these players to perform and there is no disrespect here to bangladesh none whatsoever because in the end they finished third in the super force ahead of or uh, ahead of pakistan uh, so no disrespect to bangladesh but a game against Bangladesh, regardless of what is your starting eleven, you still expect Team India to perform and win. But that didn't happen because Rohit Sharma lost his wicket quite early, didn't he? So it was two for one. Then came the debutant Tilak Verma. He scored just five runs. It was seventeen for two. KL Rahul and Shubman Gill did try to form a partnership in the end, but KL Rahul tried to anchor the inning something like something along the way kane williamson does for for uh, new zealand uh but he just scored 19 runs ishan kishan went for five and when ishan kishan was dismissed india were already 94 for four then they lose surya kumar yadav 139 for five now this is really really disappointing 139 for five from 33 overs so basically you have 17 overs with half of your team gone and Yes, India's lower order is something of a threat, but they, they aren't consistent as far as my personal opinion is concerned. Hardik Pandya is really good with the bat. Ravinder Jadeja is really good with the bat. And so is Akshar Patel. But but you can't rely on them to give you 50 of 35 deliveries or 70 of 55 deliveries kind of a, kind of innings all the time i'm not saying that they are not capable of doing that don't get me wrong Hardik pandya is very much capable of giving you a quick fire 50 or 30 deliveries but the thing that worries me is that why ha- do you have to rely on someone like Hardik pandya to bail you out when your top order doesn't perform now i'm not saying that the top order has had a poor asia cup i'm not saying that by any stretch of imagination before i started a segment i briefly mentioned how good the likes of KL Rahul Shubman Gill Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli have been towards the early stages of the innings but we have also seen the downside haven't we Rohit Sharma has had a couple of in- iffy innings show as Shubman Gill Virat Kohli was not good against uh, against Sri Lanka where he was dismissed by by that young young spinner uh so so it it is it is really challenging and uh, i think i was talking to one of my friends or my family men, members and i said that if team india needs to do well and then and they have an actual goal of winning the world cup which they do one of Rohit sharma shubman Gill, and ro Virat kohli has to perform in each game i'm not saying that all three of them have to perform at the same time because that is really difficult to ask for because they're there are off days here and there but but yeah if if team india need to need to do well and if they strive to win the world cup one of those three players have to score big it can be virat kohli in the first game shubman gill in the second game virat kohli again in the third game and then rohit sharma in the fourth game i don't care i just want one of those threes to stamp their authority against whatever oppositions they face opposition they face and just score a big hundred or a valuable 80 85 runs that can propel india to a good total what else were the positives as far as team india is concerned we brushed upon the bowling as when we were covering the final and let's get back to the bowling action because uh, india's bowling has has prevailed as far as this particular Asia Cup is concerned. And it is so good to see that India can... over the past couple of years, India can rely on their bowling and they just don't have to rely on their batting, which is so, so good to see. Earlier, there were times when we didn't have the best of fast bowlers. We needed the likes of Sachin, Dravid, Lakshman, Ganguly, Sevak to give you runs. And then you hope that you're, that the likes of Kumble, Harbhajan Singh... Uh, Ashish Nehra Zaheer Khan can give you wickets but now India can match the likes of England the likes of South Africa the likes of Australia New Zealand with the quality of fast bowlers at their disposal Mohamed Siraj six wickets in the final four in one over and uh, he he ended the Asia Cup with 10 wickets Kuldi Biado picked up nine five against Pakistan and uh, a four wicket haul in there as well it was it was really good to see. I think uh, the unsung hero as far as India's bowling is concerned has been Hardik Pandya. Hardik Pandya is the glue which will join the uh, batting and the bowling and he's done well with the bat and he's now showing his prowess with the ball as well and that is so so reassuring to see as far as Indian fan is concerned. He picked up six wickets from 20 overs across the entire Asia Cup at an average of just 11.33, magnificent to see. Like every 11th run, he's getting a wicket, which is just magnificent. Six wickets in total, three against uh, Sri Lanka in the final as well. And uh, and it, this is this is not short spells. Don't get me wrong. He's been bowling good good number of overs. He's been bowling six, seven, eight overs. I think. I think if I think Rohit Sharma can realistically see Hardik Pandya as a full as a bowler who can bowl his ball his full quota of twenty or oh sorry of who can bowl his full quota of ten overs in a one-day international should should things require. Ravindra Jadeja chipped in with six wickets as well. And um, I think just Bumrah his return to form has been priceless as well we saw how well he can swing the ball when the conditions are right not sure whether we'll get the same conditions in heading into the world cup but uh when when there's a bit of uh swing in the air i think you can expect someone like Jaspeed Bumrah and mohammed siraj to 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 find that swing and trouble the batsman one thing which is quite certain is that Mohammed shami is now the third choice fast bowler as far as team india is concerned heading into the asia cup there were talks that uh who would partner someone like Jasprit Bumrah to lead india's bowling because we all expect Jasprit Bumrah to be our uh, the pick of our bowlers and uh, the frontline bowler as far as team india is concerned and it was a question of whether you partner Bumrah with siraj or shami because there could have been a possibility there where you where you play all three of them and but then you are taking a batsman away from the side you are not playing a like so a like of Washington uh, Sundar or Akshar Patel or Shardul Thakur and instead you are picking all three which is not going to happen regardless of how much I want to see all three of Bumrah, Siraj and Shami play together I don't see that happening I see two of them being played with the third seamer being Hardik Pandya, who is aided by either Shardul Thakur, Washington Sundar or Akshar Patel with Jadeja and Kuldeep Yadav as your other two spinners. So the bowling looks really good, but I think the way Siraj has bowled in this Asia Cup, particularly in the final I think the balance has clearly shifted towards the uh towards the Royal challenges of Bangalore star bowler hasn't it and I think Shami will have to f- wait for his pay- place in the starting 11. so yeah India w- India deservedly champions of the Asia Cup and there was no doubt in my mind that they wouldn't win yes the defeat against Bangladesh did leave a sour taste in everyone's mouth but in the end, the fans and uh, everyone around in the cricketing around the cricket cricketing fraternity were quite right to say that oh, India had already qualified for the final. It didn't matter in the end. I think when there's a lot to play and a lot on the line, I think India would have fielded a much stronger eleven and could have easily beaten beaten that uh, Bangladesh side. But yeah, as I mentioned, India deservedly champions of the Asia Cup series, and now the focus will clearly shift uh, to uh, to the world cup but however before the world cup india do play three one-day internationals against australia and for me personally i think that three match series against australia is what will determine how well india have 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 prepared for the world cup because australia are playing at such a high level they are playing so well in south africa as we speak the likes of mitchell marsh the likes of david warner manas labushane josh hazelwood are all in really really good form i think i think they did announce the squad which will face india and uh mm-hmm. the likes of Cummins, stark smith are and warner labushane are all back in the squad as well and i did tweet out saying that it's like this 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 uh australian side feels like uh a coming together of all the avengers at once which we saw towards the end of that Endgame movie it kind of feels like that because they have so many good players and i think this will be the proper test for india to to basically test themselves ahead of the world cup and i think if they do well against australia in that three match series i can then you can start to believe that india will be doing well in the world cup because let's be honest australia at home in a one day series has been really really tricky and they have been so good they recently won the series 2-1 right before the IPL and just after the border gavaskar series they came here in 2017 or 2018 and won 3-2 after being 2-0 down so australia have had india's number in one day internationals in india which is really surprising to see because regardless of the format be it test cricket one day cricket or uh or t20 cricket india have been really dominant in home conditions but when they face australia in one day international they somehow don't manage to win a series so if you look this series from just those three games perspective and don't see the entire scenario which includes the world cup you will really enjoy this series because not only do india does india need to play well to prepare themselves for the world cup they also need to beat australia to you know stop the aussies from making it a hat-trick of series wins in india as far as odi cricket is concerned uh, for those of you who want to know more about the world cup uh, india are going to play australia in four consecutive matches four consecutive let's say competitive matches because We are going to play three matches, uh, three match one day series with the first one being on Friday, the 22nd of September, which will be at Mohali. Second one is at Indore. Third, ODI will be played at Rajkot. And I said four in a row because the first game which India will be playing at the World Cup is on the 8th of October and that too is against Australia. So four competitive, consecutive competitive games against Australia. The india's opening game against austria will be played at chennai on the 8th of october which is a sunday india do play two warm-up games in between the australian series and the opening game of the world cup they play england at gohati and uh, netherlands at uh, in kerala in thiruvanantham so yeah uh as far as world cup preparations are concerned this is probably the best start india could have imagined winning the asia cup dominating the asia cup in the final against sri lanka and it was just mesmerizing to see the confidence is sky high hope this confidence doesn't turn into overconfidence as we head into another icc tournament but uh, i think india after the, today's performance many fans on social media and around cricketing fraternity have called india as favorites for the upcoming cricket world cup and i tend to belief but as i mentioned asia cup is on one side i think the proper stern test for india ahead of the world cup will be that australian series and i'm looking really looking forward to that and i hope you guys are looking forward to that series as well once again thanks for tuning in this is me what's signing off i hope india can can carry this momentum into the australian series beat the aussies head into the world cup and put on a show on home soil but only time will tell that and uh, i'm really look- excited so much cricket to come the next month and a half is filled with cricket and uh, you don't want to miss out on any future episodes on the cricket corner podcast so make sure you are liking sharing and subscribing on youtube if you are listening to this on spotify or apple podcast then make sure you are giving me those wonderful five star ratings and following it so you get timely notifications you don't want to miss out on anything don't you yeah, this is me, Watson, signing off after our brilliant Asia Cup victory for Team India. Ciao for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.